0: Yo, welcome to another edition, another episode of the Speaker Giga Podcast. I'm your host, Steve-O-Steve, and I'm back with my tag team partners.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a uh, tag team, triple team.
0: Yeah, man. we're a triple yeah. team. A trio, yeah. trio, as they say. Uh, Tommy T and G, we all back in the house. Another episode, second episode of the new year. We got a lot to talk about this episode, well, I'm not going to say a lot, but this is probably going to morph into a nice, real nice conversation. Um, So, y'all stick around for that, because right now, coming up very soon, of course, we got y'all favorites. What's in your speakers? We got the news. And today's topic will be centered around a whole issue with, if y'all don't know who he is, his name is Pop Hunter. Uh, He's from Philly, and some paperwork came out on him, said he was a snitch and now the whole hip hop community trying to ban this man. So uh, our kid, cause I'm in like 20. So, mm-hmm. hey, without further ado, man, stick around. Let's have a good discussion. Let's talk about snitches and let's go from there. So without further ado, please, please, before we get into it, like share, comment, subscribe, 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 go to YouTube subscribe find your uh find your favorite place to listen to podcasts and subscribe and if i haven't told y'all already subscribe so let's get into it man yo what's up what's up what's up what's up what's up what's going on y'all how y'all doing,
2: Fine. doing good man
0: <laughs> feeling
1: good feeling great how are you doing doing wonderfully well oh, sir. hey that's my record forever. <laughs> man Three stacks is just three stacks is always gonna be amazing, yeah man always I wish we could get a new album from him man, but I know that's that's just asking for a lot so yeah i don't, I don't want a new album I just know what I got I do bro
2: I'm tired of asking like no nah, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, Steve I don't necessarily need a new album but, <laughs> but I mean I like if we'll he if that.
1: he put out one.
2: Yeah, check it out. Be, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely.
0: yeah, I'm not gonna be like, no, I'm not gonna listen to it. <laughs> no, I ain't saying I ain't gonna listen and put it out. Yeah. I'm just done professing my love for him dropping a new album. Yeah. Like, you yeah, don't want to, you don't want
1: to. Nah. You I, know, like, okay. I get why he's not, right. but you know. Yeah. Still want one. We'll still get some features from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. those are always dope. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm it's waiting just, on just... Big Boy and uh, what's his name, Sleepy Sleepy Brown? That, oh, yeah,
0: they haven't dropped yet.
1: Nope, I don't think, think songs nice. too, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it
0: was. I figured it was like coming right behind it, but I guess not. Nah. no, nah, well, if ever we get this versus between them and Tribe Called Quest, that'll be something too.
1: Outcast and Tribe Called
0: Quest, yeah, I think we're yeah. supposed to have a battle between them two.
1: Yeah, they was talking about that for a minute, yeah. I don't,
2: I don't know about it. that one, man. Yeah, it's. I guess because I'm not as well versed on traps, but yeah, get,
1: they gotta be me too. It's like a, maybe probably like three or four songs that, yeah, I can remember. I love Traps, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty versed on, them, on their on yeah. music. So for me, <laughs> so I'm Steve, like, yes! Steve will get it, definitely right, like, like, yes, yes. get it. I'll be sitting up here like. Outcast, everything, man. <laughs> like whatever, like play especially the next or Especially right. because
0: it, um, especially because of the whole situation with Outcast when they went to the Source Awards that mm-hmm. first time and they got booed yeah. off the stage. Yeah. So it's kind of like seeing that it all come full circle with them having a battle with Tribe Conquest, a legendary mm-hmm. New York group versus this legendary, the mega legendary group that is known as outcasts that y'all once did not respect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's hilarious. So I was like, right, yes, right. <laughs> yes, let's punch some folks in the mouth. You know? Uh, and then also, man, there's always RP 5 dog. Uh, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. So, we'll see what happens right now. We got something coming up soon. I guess we'll talk about that in the news, though. Yeah, we can talk
2: about that in the news, man. Anyway, let's jump on in, man. Let's jump into this, this episode. Let's get it started. Uh, that's a nod Let's back to the previous started. episode. Yeah. yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and y'all know how we feel about that. Yeah. Uh, so this week, what's in your speakers? We're going to kick it out, man. I went back and listened to Forever is a Mighty Long Time from Big Crit. Um, I hadn't listened to that album for real in a long time, and the only reason I went to listen to it was because um, I thought about it because I was listening to on... Uh, on that pith, I was listening to King Remembered in Time. free mm. free album that came out a while ago. Probably like, I gotta look up the date that they came out, 2012, mm. 2013, something like mm.
3: that.
2: Yeah. But I went to listen to that and I remembered how good it was. It's like every time I listened to that project, I always remember how good it was. And then, I went to listen to Forever is a Mighty Long Time because I went through the track listing and I was like, damn, there's a lot of good songs on this that too. Let me go ahead here." let it get a run right quick. And so I played that, and then I got to um, Friday, Jasmine Sullivan album came out. Bruh. Um, Bruh. And <laughs> first of all, I'm going I'm to make it very much clear that I am not a Jasmine Sullivan fan at all. Zero. <laughs> so like, I have zero expectations for Man. the album. But um, from what I've heard so far, it's pretty good. I heard four songs of the album. The first four, um, and I did like what I heard, which yeah. I normally don't because I don't like, uh, I don't really like her voice that much. I feel like she'd be doing too much. She'd be she's straining. She'd be sounding like her voice is straining when she gets to certain parts of what she's singing. Yeah, um, and I didn't hear that as much on those four songs that I've heard so far. I heard her mm. kind of comfortably staying in her range. But it seemed like she has a tendency to kind of go up further. And I'm like, once you get there, you lose me every single time. Like every time she get there and I hear the little scratchiness, i would be like, stop, mm-hmm. stop, stop, yeah. stop. Mm-hmm. It's like the red line in your car if you push it too hard. But um,
1: <laughs> I did that anyway, <laughs> so far, it's been pretty good. <laughs> so I will
2: finish that. Um, and then the only thing else I listened to was earlier today, I listened to Kid Cutting Man on the Mole, like the track from the first album. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. And then I listened to, uh, it's a song on there called Higher featuring Chip the Ripper. Because um, mm-hmm. I had forgot about that song. Yeah. So I went back and listened to that as well. Um, but yeah, that kind of rounds out my week, man. I ain't listening to nothing else that I can remember right now. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm going to throw it over there to uh, Steve. I'm going to throw it to you, man, this time.
0: Yo, I appreciate that, man. Throwing it on over here a lot. <laughs> man, I ain't get a chance to listen to the Jam and Settlement yet, but I saw a lot of good stuff about it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a listen at some point. Uh, yeah. That might be something for a good album review episode. I don't know. We'll see. But I'll make yeah. sure to listen to it this week. Um, but, man, I, I'm going to jump off... Uh, let's see, man. I'm finna jump on off into like what? Let's see, let's see. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna jump off with the hometown real quick with Chattanooga. So I listen to a lot of Chattanooga always from time to time. Uh, two that I got that I was listening to this week, uh, was the homie King Clown. Uh, y'all check out King Clown, man. He's got a he's got a record called uh. There's one called Envy, then there's another one called First Day Out. Uh, y'all go check out uh, King Clown. She's from Chattanooga. Dude, actually, man, I like King Clown. He's hard to me. Um, definitely got a style that I like, man. Definitely can come in. Uh, definitely spitting. Uh, got some projects out there. Um, y'all yeah, go check them out. Uh, after that, man, I jumped on some Tez D, the running man. He actually got a new record out called uh, Up There. And then I went back and listened to some old work that they had called uh, NOF, which is Neighborhoods Associated with Foes. Now, you're going to have to ask him what that means because I don't know. But I rock with him anyway. Uh, after that, man, I'm I'm jumping right on over here in Nashville because what happened was I heard y'all talking about Big Creek, And I just kept looking. And I saw the thread going. I was working, but I heard the thread going. I didn't get a chance to chip in. So what I did was I went to Big Creek. And, you know, he's not from Nashville. So I know y'all finna be like, I thought you was going to Nashville. <laughs> I am. Yeah, just, 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 just listen to the story, all right? Uh, <laughs> I was waiting on it. <laughs> so as I made my way through Big Crick, man, I just put it on, on Apple. You know how you just go and select a track and just listen to it mm-hmm. and just let it go from track to track instead of one specific album. So I just going through all that. And man, Crick, man, Crick is just Crick. Like, I think we all collectively have agreed that dude is amazing. Uh, but after that, man, I jumped on some Star Lito. Yep. The homeboy Star. I jumped on uh, one specific tape that I jumped on was Hot Chicken. Uh, but other than that, man, I was listening to pretty much everything that was Lito. Uh, from war with myself to, you know... Um, to all of it, to him, Step Brothers, Step Brothers Three, for to be specific, with him and Don Trip. Uh, after that, I had a couple little bit of Don Trip, and then I had to stop dead center because I saw something that dropped, and I was like, "Wait a second, wh- what is this?" So what dropped was, and I believe it's a um, it's a soundtrack, but it's Griselda and oh, BSF. That. It's called Conflicted. And if you know who Griselda is, the whole team, that's Benny the Butcher, uh, Conway the Machine, you know, Westside Gunner. Hey, check out Westside's Gunner Instagram page, man. His art of his condo, and I think it's in Cali, uh, is amazing. Um, but, man, so I saw Benny the Butcher on the cover. So automatically I was like, man, I'm going listen to this. One track on there that I was so happy to hear. And the reason why I'm so happy to hear because one of my uh, one of my favorite artists is on there. Uh, that was from G Unit back in the day. Lloyd Banks dropped a record on there. Hmm. Yo, it's rare that you hear Banks drop a record. Right. So when you get one, you're like, "Goodness gracious!" So the record on there is called uh, uh, "Element of Surprise," Lloyd Banks. Um, but other than that, man run through it. Uh, the 330 in Houston is on there. There's a record called Squad with uh, Smoke Dizza, uh, Rick Hyde, and uh, El Camino. Check that mm. one out. Welcome Home DMX with Dave East and, and Jonesy. Ransom is on the on there with a song called Pride. Yeah, man. Hop on there, man. I'm, I'm telling you, it's is uh, if you're looking for a soundtrack or you just want to hear Benny the Butcher, uh, the whole Griselle, the team, or BSF, or if you just like me and you're like, yo, I want to hear Banks. Like, I want to hear Lloyd Banks. I didn't even know he was on there. It just came out of nowhere. Uh, if you want to hear stuff like that, man, hop on that soundtrack. You won't be disappointed. The only thing I'm going to say is the first couple of tracks, I don't know. It sounded like the mixing was bad because it sounded like the the lyrics was like low, uh, like really, really low and the beat was really, really like like loud, so that's the only thing. But other than that, yeah, man, I say jump on that. Uh, Besides that, man, I went down my little Pandora, uh, my Pandora fix, and I'm I'm surprised I'm missing with Pandora because I'm not a Pandora fan. Mm -hmm. But man, one person that I I, I like more and more when I hear him, man, NBA young boy. Uh, Man, I like him more and more, but you know, hey, that's just me. But, yeah, that's pretty much rounds out what I had this week. Okay.
1: Okay.
2: All over with Steve. He did not disappoint. He (laughs) said he was going to come back this week. I was coming back swinging. He was going to come back strong. Come back swinging. That is exactly what he did. We appreciate that. round of applause for Steve. I appreciate that. Uh, Then we're going to (laughs) jump, like we said last time, we're going to jump down to ATL and see what's been going on in Tommy T Speakers,
1: what's been going on? So, uh, this week, man, I kind of slowed it down, um, at one point in time, man. It was, it was like, I was trying to get finished with some work and I just needed to, something else. So, um, I started listening to, uh, Raheem Devon, Mm. Love Behind the Melody, and then I checked out, uh, the Love and War masterpiece, um... And then I don't know how I got here, but uh, Neo, nonfiction album, the, the uh, deluxe version, that mm. album like from beginning to end was a fire album, mm. like put together well. Um, then I went over to Brent Fias, uh, Fuck the World. Mm. That's a solid album. I always thought that album sounded like a New Age, uh, Jodeci type album. 90s a new age 90s R&B album. You know, so that was my initial thought when I first heard it, and then just going yeah. back, just listening to it. Um, Of course, I listened to Jasmine Sullivan, Um, Hotels. I like it, bro. Like, I ain't a huge fan of Jasmine Sullivan, but I'm not, you know, I'm not not a fan. You know what I'm saying? When she come out with some music, I want to hear it um, and stuff like that. She got a song on there. It's called um, um, On It with Ari Lennox. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm finna go grab my wife and have her listen to it. But anyway, um, <laughs> I was scared of where we was going. Yeah, I was like, where was going with this? Yeah, I man, like, you know where it's going, man. I'm married, you know. man, so. <laughs>
3: okay.
1: um, Then I jumped over <laughs> to the Carter's, man. Um, everything is love. Check that album out. Um, got a little Beyonce in there. Um, after that, then, uh, I went to Boosie Badass, uh, Badass Mo 3. Listen to that one. And, uh, cause, uh, what's the song on there? Mop With It. Everybody everybody, oh, and Mop With It were yeah. the two songs. And I think I got there through, uh, everybody and, uh, you know, Mop With It, what's the other one? I was like, oh, I remember that song. So, um, checked out that one. Um, then of course, uh, I was on a big crit. Um, forever is a mighty long time. Can't remember that time. Thanks, Greg, for that one. Yeah, uh, completely forgot about that. I don't but know how. I was fired. like, I was like, where has this been hiding, man? That's why. That's why you forget because it's not really? on like the, the what do you the, usually the, use. Huh? Like it's not yeah. even on uh um Apple Music, right? Yeah, it's
2: not on Apple Music. It's, I don't
1: leave it's on Spotify or none of that. You got to go to Dead Piff. Right, right. So that type of shit, you know? I, went, I went down that, like, bro, when you, when you said it, I was like, I remember this album cover. I know it came yeah, out, it's I just like, ain't seen looking. it. <laughs> like, wait a minute, man. Where is this at? So I went to Dead Piff and found it. Yeah. I was, like, looking everywhere, bro. So, uh, listen to that. And then kind of round out everything, man. I went to uh, Crash Talk, Schoolboy Q. Um, and <laughs> that one always been bumping to me, man. Yeah. So, um, that's pretty much it. Oh, and Outcast, before we uh jumped on, man, I was checking them out. Um, uh, you know, what so, you was listening but to uh, from Outcast? The shit,
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> you really talk you ready? The shit.
1: <laughs> 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 now, uh, but yeah, so that's gonna round out my week, man. I re- I saw that Griselda. Album man, I didn't get a chance to check it out, but uh, I'm gonna check that one out this week. So
0: yeah, I think we am gonna watch oh, the movie too. I ain't know it was a what movie is it too man? It's a soundtrack. Oh, okay. So it's it's a I guess for the movie Conflicted. Like so, what? Did, like I ain't even seen the trailer for that John. I haven't either. Uh, I didn't know nothing about
1: it. I just yeah. happened to see it, and when I saw out out that, when I saw Swift that album. then. <laughs> Hell, evermore. Hell no. <laughs> oh, one one last thing, man. I did check out uh, Saweetie' new song with Doja Cat called "Best Friend." Like, mm-hmm. I watched the video of it. So, mm. yeah, <laughs> uh, that's, to, that's it, guys. <laughs> check out the video, man. It's it's solid. It's a solid song. Um, this is what you expect from them. So. Um, yeah, check it out, man. But that's my week, man. That's me in a nutshell. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, uh, when you said you listen to Outcasts, it made me think about,
2: um, I guess it's been a, maybe two weeks, but I had a day where I was just sitting there thinking about them and I started playing Mighty O. Bro,
1: uh, I was just listening to that too. Like, it was about to come on. Yeah, bro, that junk. I love that fucking song. I love that movie, dog. Yeah, I know the, I don't, I don't know the don't words to that, that, that whole movie. Do you? Damn, yeah. I used
0: to have it. I used to have a movie I, and the soundtrack, and I knew I could sit there and fucking yeah, the say movie, quote <laughs> the whole top, say every single word. Damn, man, somebody be sitting there watching. Mad at I, you, I ain't never Seen the
2: movie?
3: You I, I used you?
0: to buy outcast clothes and everything. Yeah, I was Damn. that. I was that invested. Yeah.
2: I love that. Like, Mighty O was the jump, bro. I love that. I love that that opening verse. Hollywood diva can't tell. Wish me well. Go to hell and know the yam.
0: That might help. Yeah. So absolutely. That's absolutely. Dope,
3: man. Damn. I gotta find that
2: movie again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I might. I'm gonna have to
1: check it out for real, because it, it's, a it's, a too, it bruh. Years, it's, it's dope. Never seen it. It's yeah. like a. It's like a musical too, bro. I hate musicals. Yeah. I don't like musicals. I can't stand musicals. I do not know a couple musicals I, I like. an adult, but still. Like. I
2: tried to watch, I, uh, what the hell was I trying to watch? The, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> and then just came on and they started singing like three minutes into the movie and I yeah. said, hell no. I can this shit. I was like, I can't do this. This is not finna go well, Bruh. I would be like, <laughs> just
1: act out the stuff, man. Stop! Man, I don't need <laughs> this. Just, yeah. just show me the fucking way. Would you be singing? Like, could you imagine if you was in the in the conversation and and Allison just starts singing
2: <laughs> in the middle? <laughs> Bruh, I'd be so annoyed oh, if that was man.
0: real life. <laughs> Yo, one of the first movies that me and my wife watched—the first movie on like our first like official like kicking it. Type of deal, yeah. I wanted to see fucking Sweeney Todd, and oh, I man. like, you know, I, I like scary movies. I like movies that is gonna be like, I'm like, hey, this look like this is gonna be fun, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the first hit of like, it was a musical. <laughs> we was set there, it was like, look, I ain't expect it, and I wasn't ready. Neither one was ready. It Was like, all right, let's just turn this off. Yeah, we ain't ready for this yeah. yeah. uh, show. <laughs> 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 we was like, I ain't ready. Maybe I watch that another time. Yeah, uh, yeah. but I. I I don't like musicals, but there's certain musicals I can sit
1: through. Like I can watch Hairspray. Yeah. I, bro, I have to to be honest. I've never seen Hairspray all the way never through. Seen either, I've seen the beginning, and that's about as far as I got. <laughs> I ain't never seen the beginning. Damn. Swing time fire though, man. I ain't seen that nigga. Like it's yeah. it, it, it's like certain movies you can get past. Yeah, certain movies you can get past. Yeah. The Lion King. That's about it. <laughs> uh, uh, Dream Girls. I've only seen Dream Girls a few times, but Dream Girls Straight. Um, can't do that neither.
2: <laughs>
1: I can't do none of them, bro. I'm
2: telling you, soon as soon as that soon as that bullshit starts where they are lip syncing on on screen and it's like a re- recording playing. I'm like, nope, this is nah. not a fucking play, bro. Like, but on screen, y'all gonna y'all gonna talk. Y'all gonna y'all talk to this gonna conversation. Talk. Y'all gonna figure this out. We can't do that. I'm sorry. Man. Oh they yeah, gotta, gotta put that
0: put that together. Uh, you gotta definitely put that together. Cause other than that, if you do it wrong, it's gonna be freaking trash, mm-hmm. extremely trash, annoying too, yeah. annoying as hell. That's um, funny, man. But yeah,
3: funny. yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Oh so. well, um, I'm gonna throw this out there. See what y'all think. Or y'all thoughts on it? Lil Nas X, Old Town Road is officially highest I certified, certified song in RIAA history. Um how many records? It looks like reaching 14 times platinum status in the US and moving 14 million in equivalent song units. So yeah. what's that 28? Do you do you add them together? Like I don't know how they do the the uh like what the the I know the platinum status is the you know how many times it was bought, right? But mm-hmm. well, what's the equivalent song units thing? That's the, how many times it been streamed, or yeah, that just
2: yeah. So it's a like somebody buying of streams it. equals one one buy. How many? Mm-hmm. It's like a certain amount. I can't oh, okay. remember what it is. That was oh. fourteen times
0: platinum. Fourteen That's times, ridiculous, right? Bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Fourteen That's... million. And then honestly, like they don't say it as much, but once you get to that 10 million status, it's diamond. Uh, yeah. But I guess they just
1: figured it was, it sounded even bigger to say it's 14 times platinum. Most platinum um, for any song ever. Like, yeah. bro, how amazing is that? And this dude, they didn't even want to get this dude credit for the song. What you mean, that? When they came out, man, they uh well they we didn't know, want to uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Song. Yeah, they was like Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh, huh? and he was like, nah, this not my song. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, yeah, because they didn't want to they yeah, didn't want yeah. to claim him if he was country or whatever. They right. they basically they was like, uh I, I don't he black, they didn't want him in there. Basically. Right, yeah. Uh yeah. but now as you see, I mean he got sued over the song too, but now I mean because of the, the, the at, beat, right. Uh yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was something in the beat that was sampled that he didn't know. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Because I believe he got this up off of SoundCloud. But mm-hmm. I mean, yep. see where, you know, see where this record has gone.
1: Like, yeah. Oh, that just ruled the airwaves. When yeah, everybody, <laughs> old town. I don't even know how it go no more, but <laughs> 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 that thing was nice, man. Everybody right. from everywhere singing that song, man. because it's cause a cold ass beat. It was. <laughs> it was.
3: It's a that cold? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> a cold.
1: <laughs> do yeah. you think um, him um, being a, a gay man, if he would have came out that out like openly out like that before the song, do you think it would be as big as it is, or
3: as, uh, as big as it was? His
2: specific situation and the fact that did nobody know who the fuck he was. I don't know if it would have made a difference. You because then nobody know who the fuck he was. It was just yeah. this viral TikTok ass hit. Like we was talking about the other day, TikTok mm-hmm. just kind of like break shit. It just yeah. broke because like people was making videos about it. Nobody right, right. knew who he was. They just knew the song. <laughs> um,
0: I'll be honest. I do not have to answer that question. Only because I know how misogynistic and stupid society is uh that i wouldn't put it past society to figure out a way to you know be a jerk if he did come out before the song was such a smash hit um yeah you can never put that shit yeah. past people yeah yeah
2: cuz
0: yeah, uh, yeah cuz even when he did like folks was like folks mm-hmm. started acting funny then yeah. but at that point
2: it was you know the shit that was too late. Late. Yeah, yeah. it was too late so i that do, was brilliant on his part to, yeah. to uh come out at the height of the success of it. Yeah. So it was like, bruh, either you liked the song or you didn't. Basically,
0: like, you <laughs> had no way to no judgment on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz the the other records he put out one one bad, that Panini song wasn't bad. It started nah, picking up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It started picking <laughs> up and then it it I don't know what happened, it just
1: fizzled out. Um, I mean, it it, it yeah. was it was virtually impossible for him to no,
3: nah, it's, it's not just virtually. old time
2: rock,
1: bro. You just said it's it's the highest
2: selling yeah, it, song it, it, of all time.
3: He's not Yeah, to <laughs> <laughs>
2: nobody has topped it. <laughs> right, right. <And> they won't. <laughs> man, what? Some, eventually, eventually, yeah, eventually somebody yeah. will. But you I'm know, sure. it's gonna
1: be some. It's gonna be a long. It's time. gonna take a
2: while. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know when another moment like that is gonna just
1: happen. That man dropped the best song ever. Technically. Technically Technically the best song ever.
2: Technically Technically is the best song that ever was made. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Damn, can you like like bro? That's that's purely amazing. Congratulations, uh Lil Nas X. Um, right. (laughs) Sitting up here, bitch. I made the best song ever, technically. Man, that's amazing though, man. Congratulations to him and his team yeah. for all the success they had with that song. I look forward to them doing greater things in the future. So um, I don't know if they can top that. It'd be very uh interesting to see, but hey, you know, it's it's never uh a, a bad thing to try. So um, yeah. what else did I have up here, man? I don't know if y'all want to talk about this now or later, but Big one, Bun B confirms UGK versus Eight Ball and MJG on the way. I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. They saying it should be sometime before the summer. Okay. Um, I don't think they have a specific date. I'm skimming through the uh the article I'm reading off of uh, Revolt TV right now. Um. Uh, yeah, it's not a specific date, but they are, um, saying that that's the verses. I think that's a great choice. Mm-hmm. I I truly do because like they're featured on each other's songs. I believe on some of them, and they have similar. They was out during the same time. Mm-hmm. I think UGK might have yeah. came out a little bit later, like maybe a few months or a year later after Eight Ball MJG. But um, like virtually, they're the same group. In two different in two different areas, man, with two different sounds, man, and and for their area, man, did the same thing, you know. I think uh, I'm an eight ball MJG fan more so than UGK, but both of them are bumping though. Uh, what's y'all thoughts on that, man? Y'all think it's a solid pick? Um, I think it's a pretty fair matchup. Yeah, yeah
2: pretty y'all. much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's that's one of the best matchups you can get. <laughs> for both of those two groups, like I don't know if there's a better matchup than that. When you can see yeah. they like commercial success and then their underground influence. It's like, bro, that's that's who should go against each other.
1: Yeah, like, bro, like I don't, I don't know for a fact. You know, y'all can, y'all probably know better than I do. But um, for both of those times I think uh, UGK is coming out of what? Uh, Port Houston? Arthur? Houston, Port Arthur, yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> and then A-Ball MJG out of Memphis, for both of those areas, I think they're one of the pioneering groups to mm-hmm. actually make it. You know what I'm saying? They're probably not the first group to to actually get on the mic and rap, but the okay. first group to go past the city limits, you know what I'm saying, and, and reach national um, levels, I think. You guys mm-hmm. may know more than I do on that. No, um, I think it's a solid pick. It- Makes sense. So we'll see where it goes. Like
0: they got a lot in common, I guess. If you look at, uh, and I hope I'm not wrong, but uh, Rap a Lot, mm-hmm. Rap a Lot Records, then Swisher Hounds, and mm-hmm. you know, they, you know, if you look at Memphis and Texas, they're not that far away from each other. You can get to Texas. You got to go to, when you're driving, if you in Tennessee, most time you're going to drive through Memphis to get when you yeah. hit Texas. So just kind of that overlapping of culture and everything. Uh, no, nah, I think it's solid. I'm it's just ready to see a
2: lot of parallels, bro. I think yeah. that was that was one of the reasons that it was so easy as a, a kid growing up in Memphis for us to gravitate towards a lot of the Houston music that came out around the time I was in high school. It was because like it was it was a direct parallel. A lot of mm-hmm. stuff was a direct parallel. And also wow. like the one of the places I consider to be like a uh, uh, intermediate city between the two is Little Rock. And yeah. I got a lot of that from Little Rock people it was mm-hmm. like, they was telling me about things that they had heard from Dallas and Houston and shit. And so that's how I got into that. And so, yeah, that made, that makes a lot of sense. And then even, um, one of the testaments in my mind to these two groups, like they're them being parallel is yo Gotti got a song. With eight ball and uh <laughs> Bun B on the same mm-hmm. song, and he, yep. he like basically, like these are two legend OGs that I fuck with, like that I grew up on. and It's like it, it makes sense, like mm-hmm. the yep. nigga from in town, and then like this nigga from Houston or well, from Port Arthur has got basically the same kind of story going on. Like, yeah, yep. mm-hmm. I fuck with these two dudes.
1: <laughs> That's hard, bro. Like, I'm excited for it, man ball yeah. just like when I when I get in my mode and I have to listen to some Memphis music I'm gonna throw them in there somewhere you know what yeah. I'm saying um and then ugk I had to actually because I I haven't always been a fan of ugk I just thought they were a very popular group and mm-hmm. and huge in in hip-hop but I had to actually go back and listen to all of their music mm-hmm. to really get a a true feeling of how good these guys were and what they uh-huh. meant for Southern rappers in the, in the South itself. Um, and from time to time I do that just to remember, like what yeah. was said, what they did, how their style was, because I mean, it's amazing that Pimp C made their beats and uh, you know, his, his rap style was, uh, was like unmatched, you know what I'm saying? And then Bomb B is, is like the, the other side of it you know, and uh, they just work well together. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm truly excited for it. I'm probably going to go back through both of those groups and just kind of like refresh myself on on their music and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm she versus doing their thing with this one. I don't know what was going on with Ashanti and Keisha Cole. Wasn't too interested in that. But um, this is this a solid one right here, man. Let's see. Yeah, so yeah, so that's a solid one. Um guys, I don't think we can do this podcast without mentioning this. Um what happened this past week at the Capitol was purely a shame. It was uh it was terrible. And I, I sent the group, I sent the me, uh uh article um about the black the black police officers. Um, perspective on on the riot that happened at the Capitol this past week. And um, bread almost brought me to tears when I was reading it. Like I was, it was, it was like 3 a.m. this uh, last night and I'm just up reading it. And I'm like, that has to be hard because we obviously know there's a difference in treatment and you can see it like this proves the different the difference in treatment from black and white you know black and brown let's include everybody black and brown and white um and then just to see the videos and to hear the the recall of the, of the of the day from a black police officer's perspective like you see the one video where the officer is being chased up the steps from this gang of people and if you continue to to watch it, he goes into this room to where backup is coming. That's when everybody stops, you know, and stop moving forward on him, as to say we're about to get you, nigga. And then for one officer to say, I don't know if you guys had read the read it or not, but one officer was like, "Um, I was called nigga so many times, and." You know, and, and and you know where that's coming from. Somebody walking around with a Confederate flag in the Capitol. That has never happened, even during the Civil War, that it didn't happen. You know, um, like, I feel like that was shameful for one half of our country, it's it's one of the worst things I ever saw. Never thought we I was going to see something like that. We all sitting there texting each other, you know, some we throw some jokes in there. And, and but but the main thing we would say we were saying was they need to be put in jail. Like they need to be arrested. Like it's unfair what's happening over a lie. You know, over something, they had nothing to to like. You can't change what happened. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're not even requesting for anything. At least, like people try to make the comparison of Black Lives Matter um, protests from over the summer. It was an axe there. It was stop killing us here, y'all. See, like, what was the complaint? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to understand what where did this come from because it's it's, it's stupid. What y'all did was dumb made everybody look bad. People from the outside, like I got a friend that lives in Canada, she's like, "What's going on up there?" You know? Like, <laughs> "What are y'all doing?" <laughs> Watching it just like you are. You know, that shit is terrible, man. I just wanted to know what y'all thoughts were. Like, I don't know if you guys I, I hope you I wish you guys had read it, I don't know if you did or not, but just thinking of it from a black perspective, what um uh, what y'all Thoughts be and where do we go from here? Man, so you know, last time I was
2: telling you, me and Allison, we'll do like she'll read aloud and then we kind of go through things like that. Mm-hmm. That's how I did with the um, article that you sent. Yeah, we were sitting here making breakfast this morning and I was just reading it aloud. Yeah, because I started to read it to myself and then I got about maybe a third of the way through. And I was like, nah, she didn't hear this. It's one of those. It's (laughs) one of those. Yeah. yeah. I was like, nah, this is important. And so I read it aloud. And the dude said that they had called him nigga about 15 times. He was like, I've been called nigga 15 times today. Um, And they were just very upset at being able to, to juxtapose how they were dealing with this and how some of their colleagues who were white were dealing with this. And so when he found out it was like people taking selfies and that kind of shit, it just kind of, it was the last straw is what it seemed like in the article. It was just like, what the fuck is going on? And I think that's kind of what he said for real. Yeah. It was just like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? Where are <laughs> we where you over here taking selfies and then I'm over here getting punched in the face and we right. both got the same job to protect the same thing. And, and they're not even doing that to you. And then something else interesting was how he said that he encountered a lot of people who were police officers from different places right. who were flashing their badges to say, like, let me through, like, right. I have jurisdiction here type of thing. Like, I get to tell you what to do. <laughs> right. And he was just like, no, like that's not how this shit works. Like, what, what are we doing? What is this? And they kept telling him that they were doing it, like, for his, for right. his benefit. And he's trying to figure out how is this benefiting me if I'm getting my ass whooped. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like how am I getting my ass whooped and it's benefiting me? That's not for me. That's it doesn't work that way. Yeah. There's no other way to interpret an ass whooping, except for that person don't like you. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I can't interpret that no other way. Right. <laughs> uh so yeah, I thought that that was crazy. And it was yeah. one of the saddest things I've seen. Um, come from this event was Mm -hmm. that account Um, and then how they felt very unsupported by their superiors Um, nobody ever really gave them a heads up Mm -hmm. the way they had to find out about it was through an Instagram screenshot and then by the time you know they saw that it was kind of too late it's about to happen anyway so um, but to answer your question like where do we go from here It's a long conversation that we don't have time to have. Um, I think we had a little piece of that conversation before when we we referenced the Plan Z and like, what plan are we on? (laughs) Since we (laughs) we know we're not at Plan Z, I'm like, after that, did we move from Plan M? Are we now on E? At
3: least,
1: because I'm like, if y'all want to hear that conversation that we had about Plan Z. We got a new show coming out. It's called Let's Discuss. We'll be on there. It's coming out this week. So um, you guys check that out. And you will know, you'll understand what Plan Z was. Um, Obviously, I was not on board with Plan Z. But now (laughs) I am with you guys. (laughs) Even Steve's plan, I am with you guys. (laughs) Oh, man. No, uh, that's is Steve. What's you what you what you say, Steve? Oh, uh, after having time to think about it and
0: look at everything that's starting to happen because it happened, I mean, it might sound strange, but follow me. I'm glad it happened. Yeah, okay. I'm glad you y'all decided to walk y'all rabbit asses up there. Yeah, and they starting to think that is an inside job, which I can clearly see. I saw that. I saw that. Gee, I can clear I can I would not be, I would at all not be like surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh but I'm glad y'all attempted to go up there and be stupid, because that was white privilege on display. And if you could you could question it before it happened. But after it happened, nobody couldn't question it anymore because every single news station, it didn't matter which one it was, it was all saying, all right, now the apparent situation here is they wonder if that was a Black Lives Matter movement Mm -hmm. or if it's just a protest from some black folks, they would have been met with so much force. Whereas this happens and the whole situation is we weren't prepared. Uh why the hell weren't you prepared? You didn't think they was gonna do it? <laughs> Are you or the real question is, or the real situation is you thought that, well, if they do, it won't be as bad as the Black Lives Matter. So we right. probably cool. Cause yeah. that's what I get from it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what I get. But <laughs> after that, you had every news station pretty much saying, Yeah. Yeah. We, okay. Right. <laughs> and whether they, you know, whether whatever they said while the Black Lives Matter thing was going on or uh, whatever is irrelevant at this point because now they're sitting up here and really saying, all right, w- you can see that. You're, you're forced at this point to say, okay, yeah. If it was the other situation, it would been totally different because they showed that photo of the whole Black Lives Matter, uh, you know, just protesting and you had National Guards or uh, damn near the military on the steps of the Capitol in yeah. force, full force. Right. But in this particular situation, y- y'all y'all underestimate, y'all decide to underestimate why.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And one, and, and, a, and a lot of those um, anchor men and women actually said like well, it's because of the color of their skin.
1: Mm-hmm. It's clear. It, de- it depends on which news you, uh, you watch because uh, Fox News didn't say that.
2: I Every, hey, to, everything I saw I said
1: it, <laughs> and I didn't tune into it. That you have. Like, we—that's <laughs> That's the thing, man. Artica, do we? We watch. I watch CNN and MSNBC, yeah. and mm-hmm. then I tell her put Fox News on. Yeah, See and uh, you, like we we usually we mute it because you know, um. Uh, but that's like once you got to the opinion part, like. Tucker Carlson and, and Sean Hannity. Like the news in the daytime, that's the time to watch Fox News. Like before mm-hmm. their opinion people start coming on. But when they're reporting the news, they pretty much report it, you know? Um, but once you start getting into the opinion stuff, it's that's when everything starts to get skewed one way. And mm-hmm. that's where the comparisons start coming from and stuff like that. So It's just infuriating. What's more infuriating is when like we live in a society where it's white, black, Latino, like um, all these different races and nationalities. There's no way around that. You know, you have to deal with somebody outside your race at least once a week. Now, because of COVID more so if COVID wasn't around more than that, you know, um, We have to get learn to get along with each other. But the issue is, is that so many people of the other race want to tell us how to feel, want to tell us what's going on, what's wrong and what's, you know, what's not wrong. And this is how it is. Clearly we can see a difference, you know? And I think that's the biggest issue for me is the difference. And the people that like didn't have anything to do with it. The people that that have a conversation like, that that has an opinion about it. It's like, no, nah, it wasn't like that. Bitch, shut up. Yes, it was. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's why I'm glad that it happened because now you can't. Yeah,
0: yeah. You can't. You you can't dispute it that's like, what yeah you yeah. can dispute uh, you can you can try I'm to because if you do then I'm just gonna flat out tell you if you do then yeah <laughs> you probably a racist motherfucker right right you have it's no true, choice just, but to say that yeah you have no like if you do then you are probably the bottom you are probably yeah. exactly what we've been telling you you are
1: yeah at this point I, I have moved out know everything folks, else
0: I know some folks <laughs> gonna listen and gonna be like
1: oh damn but you probably are yeah <laughs> you yeah. probably are I have to agree Period. with you sir Oh yeah.
2: So um But there there are some people who have um because I've seen this from um my cousin. He sent me some things because he just one of those deep dive motherfuckers. But (laughs) he sent me a lot of stuff alluding to the fact that it it may not even have ever like like as if it never even happened. Like it was just like the staged thing that is not a real happening. Hmm. Um like he's like sent pictures of like the people inside of the Capitol and then like juxtaposed next to it is that same picture, those people in the Capitol, like, but they're standing in front of a green screen with like cameras in front of them. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this. (laughs) I don't know what you want me to do with this. (laughs) But obviously if you know that the overarching narrative is that people broke into the Capitol building and you're showing me this, you're trying to tell me that people didn't actually break into the Capitol building. and I'm like, why wouldn't you just say that <laughs> instead of like right. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make me be like, oh, I came up with this on my own. Because like I didn't come up with that on my own.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would never have seen that.
1: And I wouldn't even thought anyone. that.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't think. Oh, yeah. Somebody has this grand, elaborate scheme.
1: Yeah, that's fake. Like, nah.
2: I don't know. So, but I've seen a lot of stuff like that. Because like I said, I went down that a uh, right wing rabbit hole on Twitter. Yeah. And I saw a lot of like, oh, this isn't really real. Like, yeah. This didn't yeah. really happen. Nobody's <laughs> actually in the the, the state capitol, like hmm. none of this shit actually occurred. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know. Well, I, I can't account for what actually happened in DC. Nigga, I'm in Houston, Texas. How the fuck I'm gonna know. But like yeah. based on what I've seen so far, I haven't seen nothing that would tell me that it's not true. Right. <laughs> yeah. And and I'm not and and maybe there may be some people out there that be like, yeah, of course you haven't seen it. um Like you haven't looked in the right places or something like that, but I don't know where else to fucking look. <laughs> like Every, <laughs> every single news station I've seen has shown me images of niggas on the Capitol steps. Like, and really? then people, and then the aftermath of it with other people there to like report on it. And I'm like,
0: where the hell
3: else
2: is
0: there a Capitol building? And not only that, the countless people that was going live
3: yeah, from there.
0: What the hell was the green screen? <laughs> like, right. And, right. Like, where, where was the green screen?
1: Like you- Are these people's death fake as well? Five, six, five or six people have died at this point. Yeah. Yeah,
2: one lady got shot trying to jump through the window. Climb
0: through the window and they really told you not to. And it was a lady on, uh, shout out to Tony Baker, Barker, uh, or Baker, I think. Yeah, Baker. Uh, he was, there was a lady that was trying to argue a point of like trying to make her like a martyr in the situation, trying to say the black guard. And there, and there was one person was like, that Secret Service person was white and they told her not to climb through
1: that window. Yeah, she definitely got killed by a white guy.
0: Yeah. yeah, and she was trying to argue her point so bad, you just kind of like, yo, go, go sit down somewhere, yeah, please, like go sit down
2: somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I saw a lot of that on Twitter where people was like, this lady was a martyr. She was fighting for what she believed in. That she's an American hero. I'm like an American hero was trying to break into the American Capitol building, right? With a bunch of people got the
0: nerve to call them patriots.
2: Yeah, like Man. that's what patriots do. Is go oh. against the people you who represent their
3: country. <laughs> I see it, Steve. I see it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, what I'm like people don't see the uh, what's the phrase? The uh... the, the irony. double negative. Yeah, the irony, the <laughs> double negative, the yeah. the whatever in this. Like you're calling people patriots from breaking in one of the most patriotic buildings in yeah. the United States. But did you notice the flash that they had? Not only that, y'all was so up on, hey, police my lives matter too. And y'all out there fighting them. Y'all was whooping they ass. Yeah.
1: Come on, man. Come on. That man. don't make sense at all. It it doesn't. It, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. At very all. disappointing. Very sad. Hey, nobody oh. wins when the family feuds. Nobody. And those <laughs> niggas need to go to jail period. Are they going too? For a long time. Like, I'm with Shaq. Shaq was like 25-30. I'm (laughs) 25-30. Period.
0: Shout outs to, uh, ah, crap. I forgot the name of the donut place that Uh, snitched on uh, that snitched on (laughs) one of their ex-co-workers. Shout out to Glory Donuts (laughs) for snitching on (laughs) this the only time I'm like really with, do it. Do it. This is the only, hey, do it. They deserve all of it, man.
2: Right. And Everything anybody
0: who who thought who helped them do this like an inside job. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I hope you get a foot, an ankle and
1: a thigh up in your ass. Well, the thing about it, man, like, <laughs> like
0: for that's people saying deal. that it's fake,
1: people are <laughs> resigning over this man. Oh, yeah, yeah. You saw that real quick. Like, yeah, people, like, like for people that saying this is fake, like why would somebody resign over a fake event? <laughs> it was. Like, I'm not gonna quit right. my job over a fake event. You know, no, not no, no. that one. That's that's a pretty cushy job, and I'm sure you make some decent money, right? You have
2: some good
1: benefits. And then I'm just gonna leave because somebody else is is for a made up event. Mm-hmm. Nah, even if it was made up, and they was like, you gotta quit. Nah, bruh. <laughs> Man. Nah, i tell that nigga to quit, man. <laughs> they ain't banning Trump for no reason. <laughs> bruh, this nigga is banned from... Bruh, they banning Pinterest. the president. Nigga bruh. is banned from Everything. Pinterest. Everything. <laughs> that
0: was
2: like Pinterest and Spotify? Shopify, bruh. <laughs> like, you you can't even
3: conf- listen to music? <laughs> now, you go,
2: now, he
0: has the Oval Office. So if you really want to say something, right, you can. He, but yeah. they are really like... Er, nah, 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 nah. So... Yeah. You know, hey, if you know somebody was there and you think they should go to jail, let the FBI know them, man. Yeah, they they currently Snitch. on, you know, they currently, on yeah, they're currently uh, looking for your help on social media. Um, <laughs> right. if, if, if some of your co-workers were there, this is a good time to get some of those managers out the way that. Won't let mm. you go up, so I I, mm. I strongly encourage you to let the FBI know. Yeah, <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> if you know somebody that was there, because I'm going to watch from over here. Yeah, um, but you know, for everybody else, um, do, do your up uh, your patriotic civil duty.
1: Yeah, there you go. Oh, and shout out to Reverend Warnock and John Ossoff on their oh, victory yeah. in uh, Georgia. Shout out Absolutely. to
0: Absolutely. And just Shout like yeah, just like a wise man told You're me. Welcome. Just like a wise <laughs> man told me, if Atlanta election was a rig that bad, it, you you wouldn't have two democratic uh no, senators right now. You wouldn't. So it, it so happened twice. There it is. It I'm, definitely happened. I'm did. just being honest. I don't <laughs> I think it's time to wake up. But right. um, you know. I really just is
2: what it is. I really, 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 really feel like the source of the gripe of a lot of these people, a lot of these white people, um, who are saying things like Trump did not lose the election or like it was rigged in the Senate races in Georgia and stuff like that. I think it has to do with in them and follow me here. I think it really has to do with. What, Don't they consider, Don't what they consider a real vote. And that is something that they haven't defined yet. But I mm-hmm. mean, you know, when they say stuff like Trump won and he won by a lot, it's like, they're thinking he won the good white vote.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it's yeah. like he won the one that matters. He won, the, he won the election that actually matters. Yeah. Because in their mind, this is a government by and for white people. And so therefore, it's going to reflect the interests of the white people that this government is for. And anytime that it skews away from that, it's like something has to be wrong for it to go this way. Cause there's no way that any self-respecting white person would ever vote for somebody who wasn't who all of the other self-respecting white people thought that they should vote for.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Say that to the black man that voted for Trump. Hey,
2: I ain't telling
1: <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I don't know what to say to those people. Obviously. Like the thing, the yeah, thing is about the thing is about voting is like like I followed you on what you were saying, Greg. Like it's for the white people. At one point in time, black people they made it so difficult for black people to vote that most black people didn't vote. But mm-hmm. when black people started to vote. The country spewed in a different direction. Uh You know what I'm saying? So that's that's where the like, where did all these people come from? They're legally voting and blase this and blase that. Well, they're just using their right now. You know, they everybody has a right to vote in any election that they're Uh registered the the area that they're registered for. So, Uh but everybody don't use that right. Case in point, Steve Uh didn't vote. He said he didn't vote. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but he voted this time. Mm-hmm. So that's that's huge. That's a victory for us because we encourage, hey Steve, go make sure you vote, man. You know, that's huge. That's a huge victory. I appreciate you voting, Steve. You know, that's important, man. So um that's all I got to say about that. Other than guys, go snitch on these people if you know who they are.
3: <laughs>
1: tell <Pitch up. laughs> the FBI it's an FBI uh, website uh, yeah, it's looking go for have these folks man
0: absolutely uh, man that's interesting <laughs> uh, although I'm not big on snitching uh, we can clearly see that yeah yeah It's uh, if y'all want to go for it there you go. Hmm. So that kind of drives us right into today's topic. yeah. Because um, yeah. as we can see, people are actually doing it uh, due to this whole capital situation and storming the capital. And you have people that actually, I've seen a lot of people that are like, yes, do it. Absolutely. But uh, when it comes to hip hop, it's a little different. You know, if, if someone's snitching you might get blackballed from the industry. Uh, we can see it with the Six 69, and I'm sure there's a host of others because the interesting part of that is, it's a host of others that are unnamed. But in the latest news today, we have a new young, up and coming artist out of Philly named Pop Hunter. Uh, if y'all don't know who he is, he has the record called Corvette Corvette. Uh, it's called Adderall, I think, is the actual yeah, name. that's
1: the name of it. Yeah. With him
0: and Lil Uzi Vert. And it's all over TikTok. It's a smash hit. It's the one... Uh, uh, shoot, how the words go? I don't really know how the words go. But I did listen to it earlier. But a lot of y'all are listening to it on TikTok. I know that for sure. And yeah. y'all really enjoying it. So what ended up happening with this young man, he's 20 years old, from my understanding. Uh, someone put out the paperwork... That, oh, excuse me, that at the age of 13, it's either 13 or 14, but I think it's 13. At the age of 13, he witnessed his friend, his best friend, uh, be murdered. And his mom actually made, uh, from what my understanding is, actually uh, took him to the police station and they said what they saw and corroborated. Mm-hmm. So, because of that, and now that paperwork has come to light, there's a lot of people who Louis uh, Vernon and Louis one of them, Trippy Red, uh, Whack One Hundred. There's a lot of people who are now pretty much turning their backs on the young man, mm-hmm. as uh, and pretty much trying to blackball him from the industry. And today's whole topic is surrounded by it because of a guy. His name is is Charles, w- right? Right. That was Charleston his name? white, yeah Charleston White, who put out emotional it's a say cheese if you know what say cheese is on youtube it's a uh a, a popular platform where they interview a lot of uh, a lot of different type of people and uh, mostly hip hop uh they interviewed him and he had a very passionate uh interview about why they at this current moment shouldn't be uh, trying to condemn this young man for what he no. did at 13 years old. So okay. him and he had words with the likes of Gilly the kid. If you know, Gilly the kid is from uh, is he's from Philly. Uh, that's another individual who is uh, from my understanding, going to get uh, really trying to shun this young man uh, as well as a couple of others. So, yeah, man, we wanted to discuss it because when looking at it, all right, I, could, I come from the culture, of, you know, a lot of times in hip-hop culture and black culture is a no-snitching rule, unless you're a civilian, as they've brung up the new definition of. You got civilians and you got people who's living life. Uh, I have said on the show as well that, hey, if I was to get caught with my guys, if I'm doing the dirt, I'm going to take my L, but I'm not going to be, you know, saying nothing about anyone else to get me any lesser of a time. Um But in this situation, from what I've gathered, they pretty much told what they saw happen to a friend of his. I've heard that it was a brother, but I've heard that it was a friend. So we're just going to go mm-hmm. with friend that they told about this mother. Uh, I mean, this murder, um, of another young man. So I'm guessing if he's 13, then the other young man had to be at least the same age, if not younger. Yeah. And when you get into that point, it then gets disturbing because now you're like, okay, why are these grown men? So why is he being condemned for the action that he did at 13? When essentially when you look at it, I mean, what was he supposed to do? Uh So we're going to get in this discussion. I hope y'all enjoy it. Uh, once again, please subscribe to the channel, through your Media. That's where you find all the Speaker Geekers interviews, all the Speaker Geekers shows. Uh, also, please like, share, comment, subscribe. And we want y'all to comment on this one. We want y'all to join in on the conversation because I really want to know what y'all are thinking. Because, yeah, the, the age is the point that gets me. So let's dive into it. This is going to be a deep dive. Let's roll with it. So, man, for me, uh, with my guys here, man, my first question, I know in, the, in, in our Slack, if y'all don't know what Slack is, it is our way that we communicate with each other. It's like a business text message thing. Um, when I put it in there, G automatically was like, hey, can we talk about this today? Yeah, uh, And we had a completely different plan show. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm with it. Because when I saw it, I think me and G probably got the same sentiment, but I don't know. I'm gonna wait till he till he speaks. But when I saw it, I I kind of got in my emotions of like, whoa, okay, this is it. Okay, this is this is tough here. Um, so let's jump into it. Uh, Tommy, did you have a chance to watch the first video? Yeah, I watched all of it. You watched all of it? Yeah. Okay, and G only you you watched the first video. And yeah, read, read up on the situation.
2: The, uh, yeah, I watched the first video and then I read up on one of the articles just kind of detailing the story behind yeah. it.
1: Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Uh so let's go, man. First reactions. What was what was y'all first reaction? And we'll start with I'm gonna start with Tommy because then I want to get to G. Because yeah. I feel like G got something balled up, yeah. And he's about to let us <laughs> have it. So you uh, know. What was your first reaction?
1: Uh, my my initial reaction this? was who is uh, who is Pop Hunter? You know, like, is he like, is he one of these rappers that's actually in this or is he like just a rapper? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because it, like, I feel like that's the difference in the wrongness of it. And then I realized he was a child. He was 13, so one year removed from being 12. Like he's in sixth, seventh grade. Like Mm -hmm. that's that's mentally that's hard. You know what I'm saying? People struggle with their parents dying of old age. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And you're expecting this kid to not struggle with a friend being killed in front of him. Like that's that's hard. And then you don't want him to say anything, and now you're not allowing him to flourish the way that he can through his music. Like what if that was his only release to not going crazy from what he saw? And then now you're, you're putting a, a, uh, a block in front of him because he was 13 and he told what he saw. Like, that's my issue that I have with people quote unquote snitching. Like, I feel like, you telling what you saw is, is the right thing to do. Like your friend was murdered. Like I would hope if somebody knew something that had happened to my, to a family member of mine and they knew the information, I would hope they would say something. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a family member, that's a friend, you know, and somebody has the information. I need to get justice for this person. Mm. You know? And so that's the way I'm looking at it. And it's like, that's terrible. You're messing with this young man's money, man. He Like he, this song, Corvette, Corvette, you see everybody dancing on it and stuff like that. This song could change the trajectory of the, his whole family. The rest of his family could, it could change the trajectory of his family. And, and who are we to block him from that? Mm-hmm. You know, living off some, some street, uh, some street uh what's the what's the r- rule where in reality it doesn't work that way. Mm. You know yo what G I mean? oh no nah, go ahead. That's that's what I, that was my initial thought. Oh okay yo G first reactions what you what you got man? Man the first thing that I thought was just who the hell is this
2: dude talking? Like I had never <laughs> heard Charles Charleston right. White. I was like who is this nigga? Why is he why am i watching a video about this nigga and uh, who is this nigga but i quickly got past that because of like what he was saying what are you talking about like then i was like okay i'm going to listen to what he got to say because he was a, a entertaining dude and also i could tell that he was a southerner and i'm inclined to listen to niggas who sound like where i'm from yeah Because <laughs> yeah, that's what that is just how shit works. it's that's like, just <laughs> do. Yeah, like okay okay i got i got to listen to this nigga and so when he got to talking and he was he kept talking about like the little boy, the little boy, the little boy. And I'm like, who the fuck is the little boy? And that's why I had asked in the slack, like, who is this? Who is he talking about? Because mm-hmm. I don't think they ever said who he was talking about mm-hmm. in the video. And mm-hmm. that's why I was lost. I was like, okay, I see what they're talking about, but I don't know who they're talking about. I don't know the story behind it, any of that. So I went and I looked up, um, I looked up uh I can't even remember what I looked up because I didn't really know what to search for. But it was just mm. like I just remembered the song was mentioned, and so I I looked up the song, and then I found the person, and then that's when I had asked y'all like, who was the dude, like whatever, and y'all mm. gave me some more information, and I read the article. Um, it was the one that they was talking about Trippy Red and shit. Yeah, yeah. And he said a lot of disturbing shit in there. I guess we can get to that in a second. But my first thoughts was just like, I I kind of believe he has a point here, <laughs> like. If the nigga was a young person, a child, and somebody that he knew got killed, he saw it, he probably wanted justice for the person that he got killed because he knew this person, why would he not tell on the person who did it? Like, Because if you're 12 or 13, you're not very deep off into the street life just yet. Because from what I remember, it was a lot of niggas that was in gangs in my high school and shit. Mm -hmm. And it didn't really become prominent until we got to be closer to around 14, 15, 16 is when niggas started to for real bang. Like everything before that was just like you had an interest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you you wanted to bang, but niggas weren't really letting you do shit yeah. yet. So like the, sh- the street code shouldn't really be applying to him at 12, mm-hmm. 13 years old anyways. Even if he called himself being in anything that had to do with the streets. He was a young nigga and there wasn't much he could do anyways. Yeah. Um, so him seeing his friend or whoever get murdered and then also being coached by his mom, mm. his primary fucking caregiver that this is the right thing to do. I'm supposed to listen to some code over my mama <laughs> and and go against what she's saying. This is the person who has protected me and cared for me my whole life. You trying to tell me that I'm supposed to put your code over this person who gave me life. I don't think that's gonna happen ever. I don't think, I don't think any nigga who is saying that he would do that is telling the truth. Yeah. Unless unless you just really didn't grow up with your mama. Because <laughs> then, yeah, you don't have the same appreciation for a mother that mm-hmm. most people do. But if you have the same appreciation that most people have for their mother, there's no way in hell your mama tell you to do something. And you like, nah, mama, at yeah, 13. No way nah. in hell. Maybe at 16, 17, but now they're fucking 13. Nah. And i like, hell nah, mama, I ain't finna tell, because that's <laughs> the wrong thing to do. Like, You don't know shit about the wrong thing to do. You're 13, and you're sad. Yeah. And you traumatized. Because right. you just saw somebody get murdered. If you was 27, you still would have been traumatized and sad because you saw somebody get murdered. Nigga, it is a proven fact <laughs> that even people who are in the fucking military, when they, they have stories of niggas going into war back in like, you know, the World War II and all that shit, and they said that people are more likely to miss on purpose when they're trying to shoot people because they don't want to actually kill nobody. Like, they will absolutely try not to shoot the person that they're shooting. These mm-hmm. are people who have been trained extensively on how to kill somebody. They go into battle and they missing people on purpose because they don't want to actually kill somebody and deal with the repercussions of psychologically going through that mental trauma for the rest mm-hmm. of their life. So they're they're sitting there just shooting bullets everywhere. That's not at the person because they're scared as hell. Cause it's like, why would I do this shit? This is stupid. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get out there. And you trying to tell me that the 13-year-old <laughs> has the discernment and the experience to be like. This ain't shit. This ain't no big deal. I saw my friend get murdered. It's not a big deal. No. He don't. (laughs) So that was my first thought.
0: Man, um... I'm glad that you brought up, like, why you were seeing the video, because I never told the story of how I got to it. Uh, (laughs) I was actually on Instagram. Yeah, I was actually on Instagram. uh, And I believe that's the way I sent it to y'all. yeah. And what I was doing was I was actually looking at another clip and just so having, you know, when it's done, it just automatically flips to the next one. Yeah. So I was actually about to skip that clip until I heard him say, uh, "Till I heard him start to talk. And I was like, wait a second, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And as I started to listen, I was just instantly hooked. And I was like, oh, okay, what? Well, okay. Because I had, I, I didn't know... I went through the rapper that we're discussing. I end up going through a rabbit hole with um, when I found him on uh, YouTube, and I just kind of listened to his music. I'm like, ah, it's cool, you know, or whatever. So, you know, I didn't like just like yeah. I was like, what song is that? I, I didn't have a clue until I listened to it. I went through and I listened to his catalog and stuff, and I was like, wow, okay, he actually sounded like he could, you know, go somewhere. Uh, but I ended up getting into it because it was by accident and I was like wow I'm going to send this to I'm going to send this to the guys cuz this is interesting this is like this is like a whole conversation piece like that's why I said what are your thoughts <laughs> you know <laughs> um so that's how I end up getting to it and it's really by accident and then I started to do the research uh for me when I first heard it the first thing that popped out to me was the age mm-hmm. and then as they started to talk about folks in the hip hop community started to just like, Uzi Vert was like, take my verse off. Like, you know what you did. And you know, you started to hear people like Trippie Red and, and Wack 100. Uh, I got to a Wack 100 interview where it was like, they did what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and something happened when he was 12. I don't know exactly what it was. and He didn't snitch. And you know? I was mm-hmm. like, oh, here go Whack talking. Uh, we'll get to that later. Uh, but as I went through it, And as the gentleman, uh, Charleston Wright, was talking, um, he started to say some stuff that I could actually identify with. And I was like, hold up. You know when folks were like, oh, he's talking some... He know what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. And for me, I was like, okay, okay. This is, you know, this is where... Uh To me, how I describe this is where a real man in the room starts talking. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the real, the real gangster in the room starts talking. Yeah. Um, just and, and for some of those, just to kind of delve in my background, my brother is an actual is is when I was around that age, my brother was actually in a real gang, actually really about that banging life. And he's been with that all his life and I grew up seeing it and being around it. So when he started to say certain things about this and that, I was like some of that stuff I I was like, okay. I knew about off the top and I could tell by how he was talking that when we actually do separate rappers from real life, Mm -hmm. you figure out that none of them really been a part of
2: something. Oh yeah. Like you really ain't
0: seen that like
2: it's People, some things that he was saying that it's just like you don't have this information unless you've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You don't have right. you don't even have this perspective unless you've been there. Right.
0: Like you can't even think, like, that's a whole yeah. mind frame that you can't even think about yeah. unless you've been there. Um, but being around that at a young age, I knew I knew all that stuff and I could have been easily influenced to go that route. Uh, but I didn't. But the fact that But I was, I have been in some situations where I saw something happen and I was never questioned about, you know, by the police, about whatever. But to say the least, something traumatizing, I've been around that, like actually seeing some real street stuff happen. I've been there. And the reaction that you have to have in the Trump and the, and the, and the lasting effects. Cause he he said one thing that stuck out. He was like, even murderers have dreams. Mm -hmm. Like these folks run around here. And like Uh he said, what was very, he was like, I don't even know why he got that nickname. He ain't the gun. Like he's not known as the gun toting dude. And you, you, when you've been around that situation, I could point to you to the guy that that's the one they say that say that he'll shoot you, he'll knock y'all. I've been around the situation, I've been around the issue where something happened and you worrying about the police essentially showing up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully, I haven't been around where I've witnessed a friend or a family member murdered in front of me, mm-hmm. but I've 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 seen these things. Um, so for me, the first thing was kind of like it went back to me listening to some of those. I had that, I had the little boy listening to the older gangster in the hood that was sitting there telling me, hey, bro, go to school. Like, I know you around and all this and sitting down there and just kind of, because you had some folks who would bring bring the kid around, do all the dumb shit and make him laugh. Like, yeah, you see all this, you know, da, da, da. Like, that really happens. But then you have somebody that's actually there and be like, that you, you that's older and you sit down and like have that sidebar conversation like, hey, bro, like, you know, your folks cool and all and you know, all oh, this is cool and I know you out here, but on some real, don't do none of this. Go to school. And then when also when somebody has respect for your family or respect for whatever going on, they, you know, certain people will bar you from doing that. Like, hey, bro, don't come around here. This is our business. Like you just you just do your thing. Like we make sure nobody bother you, but we don't want you going down this route. And that's what I looked at it when he was talking. It was like, cause the real the real man in the room gonna be like, hey, nah, that ain't cool. You got yeah. some actors who are like that really that want to be the man that's gonna be like, I got some do boys or you know, if you with me, if this happened, you better not do this but you got some real man that, um, that's been through it and understands that this is psychologically going to ruin, not only psychologically, but physically ruin the rest of your life because my life is like this. And it took me this many amount of years to get out of that to get to here. Yeah. So when I heard him speak, I was like, he dead on the money. Like, there should be no way in hell we're condemning this kid for what he did at thirteen. He don't have a mental capacity. This ain't no movie where and we're not overseas where these 10, 9, 8-year-olds are Mm -hmm. shooting AKs at Mm -hmm. you. This is real life. Most of these 13-year-olds are playing video games with their best friend. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Uh, So at this moment, I ain't scared. I'm disappointed in hip-hop today. Mm. Thoroughly. Like, y'all, a bunch of men condemning this other, he's 20 now, condemning him for what he did at 13 and the fact that y'all want him to go against his mama. I had a, a discussion with my wife because something, I'm gonna make this quick, popped in my head a couple of days ago. And it's interesting that we're talking about it because it popped in my head a couple of days ago. I was like, when I was going to the club or, or wherever, basketball games, mm-hmm sometimes when you click up with certain people, you are so excited. Like, hey, bro, sudden sudden damn together, we all together. Oh, they finna see us, we finna just sing, we, you know, whatever. But when you went home to your family and they wanted to go somewhere, you go, oh, I don't really want to go there. I don't wanna, I'm finna go to the street with sudden sudden damn, we finna go ride. We finna go kick it. And I was like, you know what? That was the like most backwards shit ever.
3: Mm -hmm. Like you should (laughs) feel that way
0: with your family when you come into the room. Now, granted, there's some of your friends that's going to end up being like family. You can't break that ever. But some people you didn't really know from a can of paint. Mm -hmm. Like you thought you knew because y'all was around each other for like a couple hours every day or you mm-hmm. was in school. You really thought you knew them, but you didn't. And then when you got to know them, you find out, dang, I, I really didn't know you went through that. Of course not. You didn't really know me. Mm-hmm. But you were so excited to be either they was excited to be around you or you were so excited to be around them. And then when everybody click up, it's like, oh, we about to have, this about to have, oh, sudden search for the Oh, you know, something pop up. Blah, blah. And we were so excited about it. But then it was like, dude, what in the total hell? <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> So, equating that to back to a kid, yes, he should. He should be rolling with his mama's wishes. That's his mama. You only get one of those. Yeah. You might get a couple yeah. best friends throughout your life. But you only get one mama. But, uh, you know, that's kind of how I feel. And I know I've said things about how I feel about snitching and how I would roll with it. Yeah. But at the age of 13, you, you don't know nothing. Mm-mm. You don't know nothing at all. Period. Like, he shouldn't be, and I did listen to his music, and his music is on some street stuff, but we don't know how damaged he is or what he's at within that, you know, not all of it is that deep in the like, type of street stuff. We don't know what he's at. We don't really know him, but whatever that was at 13, like, I'm really interested to see, like, all right, trippy, what were you doing at 13? Uzi Vert, what was you doing? I want to know what Uzi Vert was doing at 13. (laughs) Was you playing dress up with your mama clothes or was you playing video games? Like, what was you doing like to ever see this happen? And to say that nah, I'll never snitch. Mm -hmm. Like, you're 13. (laughs) You know? Uh, With that saying, like kind of jumping over into what I heard Wack 100 say, like he was 12 and he said that he didn't uh, snitch for whatever reason. I don't know the background of whatever it was and yep. saying that that's what they were supposed to do. Do you think that because of the time like one uh, uh, 100 you know, is an older guy and he's from Cali and he grew up in the banging world from what I've heard. Do you, does this is age really is age a deciding factor on what you should and shouldn't do? Is it possible to become that and not you know snitch or whatever or is it really just like yo you just really don't know nothing at 12 and 13 to be even do that or are you just emulating what you're seeing on the movies like what are your thoughts about Whack 100's comment of like they did what they were supposed to do because he was a civilian and he was in that life, supposedly in in the life and for him to not have done it at 12 What what do y'all think about about his comments.
1: Um, Go ahead, Tom. Um, I don't really agree with him. Um, it's 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 not hard, but it's hard to say. You know, people say, "Man, snitches get stitches" because of a cool factor. You know, they don't want to be the lame dude that's going around telling on folks. You and that's and that's important. I believe. Mm-hmm. Like I, I believe that people should be have to do their job. Um, when it comes to finding out information, but I also, if you look at it, two questions come up with one question for sure why is that the rule? Why is that, you know, don't snitch the rule? And then, um, what is considered snitching? Because mm-hmm. on the, on one front, it's, now I ain't gonna tell the police, but I'm gonna go back and tell my people so yeah. we can. Get some type of justice, uh-huh. either it be mm. legal justice or street justice, but we're getting some type of justice, and I'm a tell you know, I'm a snitch, it just may not be the police, it may be a big brother or or a fellow friend or something like that, a mom or uh-huh. a dad, you know um but I'm a tell somebody,
3: uh-huh. yeah,
1: you know. Then, otherwise, I'm just out here doing stupid stuff, and then I get caught. Mm-hmm. And I always feel like, man, I've never been a a street person. You know? Like, I, I carry myself in a specific way, and I carry myself to for people to respect me in a, in a specific way, because I'm going to give you that same respect. Um, like I said, I want you to do your job, but when it pertains to me and my family, the first thing I have to do is make sure that we are protected. The first thing I have to do is that I got them covered. You know what I'm saying? I I can't... I always use this, uh, this thing. I can't help anybody locked in a cage. You know, so in order for me to do my job, I have to make sure I'm not locked in a cage. You take that for however you want to. I'm going to make sure my family is taken care of that's my number one job period so for him to say nah he should like these kids are doing right um by 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 blocking this dude nah I I can't agree with that he was supposed to tell he was supposed to say something because I mean that's bro, I can't imagine you know what I'm saying and and you don't want me to do anything about it Yeah. Like what what is expected of a 12, 13 year old child to do? If I can't go tell nobody, if I can't snitch, quote unquote, what do I do? Because now I'm I'm lost because I don't have my friend no more. Mm -hmm. So what do I do? Do do I just get over it? You know, do do this? This murderer just gets to walk away. I do. I become a murderer. Do I go? go Right. Do I go murder him? Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. the thing about it is I could go murder him and the police be right there and they see me, but there's no record of him killing my friend. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what, what does that help? How, how am I growing as a person when I'm in a cage for the rest of my life? That's the saddest thing I think to see is somebody, let's say he, he how 20 right now. Yeah, you know, he retaliates and go kill the person that he know killed his friend. He never told go kill the person he his friend. Now he's in jail for the rest of his life for somebody for killing somebody that killed his friend for killing somebody who didn't deserve to be out to you know to be killed. That doesn't make sense to me. That ain't justice at all. That ain't fair because this dude, I mean, like that Corvette song, man, it's straight. It got a nice beat to it. People is, it's hot right now. You know what I'm saying? He can make some money off of that. He can take care of his family. What if he has a child that needs their father? Then we did, then that was one of the things, uh, what's his name? Charleston, Charleston white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That was the, one of the things he was talking about having these fatherless, uh, what do you no, I don't yeah, know what he, he for, future. He's a yeah, future like future Twitter about my
0: mamas that. and make and they all and ain't taking
1: care of none of them. Right. Uh so it's it's, it's, it's just, like, how do I take care yeah. of my family in a cage all because I didn't tell? Mm-hmm. Like, what sense does that make? That's my and thoughts it, on that. And is
0: it's such an interesting thing because. I think at this point, no one has the definition of what snitching is besides. Don't tell the police. I feel like my, my definition is probably the closest one as far as like, if we get caught together, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell on you so I can get worth less of time. Like, mm-hmm. That's the only definition that I have for
2: that's that the situation. That I like the most. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, definition, I feel like it's, 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 it's ridiculous. <laughs> like yeah. i think it's fucking ridiculous to say a crime happens and then you just don't report it like just because <laughs> just you just not supposed to That's report crimes <laughs> like the rule is just oh yeah like no 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 now now i will say this as well like if if i live in a place where we don't have much and most of the people around me don't have much and i see a nigga like robbing a store at night I'm probably not gonna snitch on that nigga because I know that nigga hungry. Like, I'm not gonna be like, "Ooh, I'm gonna tell on you. You shouldn't have been taking them fucking burgers out of McDonald's." Goddamn it! Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna tell on you for no shit like that. That that ain't none of my goddamn business. And McDonald's gonna be fine. <laughs> like, that ain't that ain't got shit to do with me. But if it's like my next door neighbor restaurant. And I know they also ain't got that much money and you taking their shit. I'm gonna be like, one, I'm gonna talk to you first. I'm gonna be like, nigga, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> like, why you taking their shit? And then like, if it goes further than that, then I might end up telling them niggas too, because I'm be like, I fuck with these niggas. You ain't finna yeah. just come taking our shit like this. That's not what's up, bro. Right. <laughs> like if if somebody was breaking in, my nigga Travis, who used to live across the street from me, house when I was growing up with the man yeah, I'm going to let that nigga know. Like, I seen something such such trying to get in your house. You know, the next thing he's going to ask me is what the fuck did you do? And, and that's why I said the first thing I'm going to do is address the situation in right. hand. And <laughs> yeah. then I'm going to tell that nigga. Because, like, he going to be like, bro, why you ain't stop him? But I don't know. Like, the, 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 these definitions of snitching are just overarching to all crime. I feel mm-hmm. like it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, why? Why, bro? Yeah. <laughs> why?
0: Absolutely. Uh, one thing I want to bring up, because it's it's always been, and this is another question, it's always been something that played in my head because everybody's like, ah, snitching, blah, blah, blah. I'm not doing it. But what happens to the person who actually found the paperwork, dug it up and put it out there? I personally feel like that's a form of snitching.
3: You know,
1: yeah, yeah, that is a form. first off. Why I think to look this up?
3: It's
2: probably somebody I had a problem with that. Just, but then also, you know, you know what I just thought about some. Um, the definition of, of snitching, I think, has to do with telling police officers who are um, supposedly adjacent to the white power structure. And it's like, if 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 you tell them, then you basically telling the white folks something, and like. That in itself, to me, I don't agree with because I don't recognize the authority of white people and because I don't recognize the authority of most people. But anyways, Mm -hmm. outside of my own issues with authority in general, in specific, I don't recognize the authority Mm -hmm. of white people. And so if if the only time that you really upset is if somebody tells the white folks on you. That means that you have given up. And um what's the word I'm trying to say you have you have come to the conclusion that white people run shit and that you are subjugated to everything that they do, mm-hmm. so anytime somebody tells the white people that's the only thing that's going to stop what you're trying to do mm-hmm. and my thing is, whether I tell the white folks or whether I tell somebody I know, you're going to be subject to some kind of punishment here <laughs> like you you don't get a lesser punishment because I'm the person that's dealing with it. You probably would rather it be told to the white folks and they put you in jail because you get to live. <laughs> but Ew. like in in the situation where it's like you telling the person who's actually the victim of the crime, it's like, bro, them folks might actually kill you. <laughs> and that's, yeah. not, that's not that's that's not not considered snitching because the w- police ain't necessarily going to kill you. They might come arrest your ass and throw you in jail, but they're not necessarily coming like just to kill you.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. But
2: like if you if you hurt if in this situation, I'm the little 13-year-old boy, you kill my friend, and then I go tell some of my other friend, and then we come and kill y'all, that's worse. Right, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. yeah. That's worse. You would rather us come kill you.
0: Also, you know, to point out the fact that from what it sounds like, it was in front of them. So who's to say he's not coming back to?
2: Exactly. You
0: know, everyone else, you know, not to leave no witnesses. Um That's the other part. You know, yeah. Yeah, that, that's to, the to other save thing. Save his family's life. hmm Right. <laughs> yeah. If that you know, if that is the case. Um the craziest thing about this is how everyone just kind of instantly backed away.
3: And that's and, what
2: the dude had the issue with. Yeah. It was like, why are y'all so quick to jump on this shit? because it's the cool thing to do in popular culture, when you probably know a lot of people that done done some questionable-ass shit in your life, and he started to name names and situations, and he was like, I know for a fact, this happened, and y'all niggas ain't do shit. I know that this happened, and y'all niggas ain't do shit. I know that this happened, and y'all niggas ain't do shit. And that is where it stuck with me the most, is because I've been in a situation like that, where, like, the first time that, like, (laughs) The first time that I saw somebody be challenged on how hard they was. The first time Mm -hmm. I really saw that. And it came from a black woman asking a group of black men, what the fuck y'all gonna do about it? And all of them niggas just kind of sat there. Like, Mm I don't know. And it was just like, really? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you hard-ass motherfuckers ain't finna do nothing. And it was just like, it gave me a different perspective on like what it really means to be gangster yeah. and like hard and shit. I'm like, they, it was like, so <laughs> if these things happen, y'all niggas acting fool, but this thing can happen and y'all ain't gonna do nothing. Y'all just going to sit back and act like it never happened. And it was a very similar situation to what he was saying about the game. It was just like, y'all know that this is going on. And ain't nobody ready to do nothing, or at least <laughs> mm-hmm. alert the proper people who can do something. Right? Is <laughs> it's, it's a that's a different world that mm-hmm. I realized that day that like them niggas in that room was not ready for that world.
3: Mm-hmm. No matter oh, yeah.
2: how how hard you think you are, are you ready or not, nigga? Yep. Are you really down for that shit or not? And that's where the dude in the video, Charleston White, was like, "Bro, I've been there." I know mm-hmm. this shit. I do this shit. I'm willing to die for this shit and kill for this shit. This is what I do. Y'all found me this way. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> I'm not an entertainer. Yeah, <laughs> right. Y'all found all. me this is, doing this. this. is not for just the internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Because he, uh, He's a, let me see, he's a act, he's a, I don't remember, recall him saying where he was from, but he's definitely an activist where he's from and yeah. he helps. Uh, yeah. Put together programs and things like that. Um, the interesting thing that started as I went down this rabbit hole is is one thing that he said he was, and is alluding to what uh, G just said is that there are other people in the industry that have done the exact same thing, but yet because of their, um, actually no, it wasn't him that's. Well, he he spoke on it as well, but mm-hmm. Trouble actually has some tweets. If y'all know what Trouble is, he's from Atlanta. He's an artist. He actually has some tweets about it. And he said that there's some other artists in the game that have done the same thing, but y'all are so blinded by chains and money that, and you know, and, and instead of doing what y'all doing, this kid y'all decide to stand right beside him. And but so. For that, it, it got real interesting that I started going down this rabbit hole because people started bringing up uh, Desiree Perez. If y'all know who Desiree Perez is, she is the COO of Rock Nation. And from what I've heard them say is that she's, she was in a, a snitch that, an informant that took down two cartels. Hmm. But she is the COO of Rock Nation. And uh, interesting what what
2: the interesting thing is that. The cartels were they of a different race or something? Uh, that I don't know. I didn't jump too that's far important. into it. Yeah, I think that's important. Yeah, because that could be sending a message to those cartels by the people she's employed by.
0: <laughs> it's true too. Um, that's interesting. I have to delve more into it. Uh, but basically saying that you know, you've seen Meek Mill with this person, Jay Z, of being one of you know. Yeah, well, our biggest artist and and Purse music wanted a uh, a a big drug dealer back in his time and so on and so forth, you've seen them around this woman, but yet for this kid who was thirteen, who, you know what I'm saying, uh told what he saw, y'all wanna condemn him. But if y'all if y'all had a chance to do a song with someone off of Rock Nation, you sure would. So mm-hmm. Where do we, with this whole situation, where do we draw the line? Like,
2: you gotta what stop happens fucking here? drawing the lines, bro. You can't draw the lines until you get to the situation. When you meet mm-hmm. the situation head on, you, you act in the way that best suits your fucking needs at the time. That's right. how people are. That's what you will do for the rest of your life. Doesn't matter what your code is, you will continue to do that for the rest of your life. You will act accordingly and, and rise to the occasion of the situation at the time, whatever makes the most sense, that's the decision that you're going to make. It doesn't fucking matter who you are, where you're from, how you were raised, what what you've learned in your life. That is is coming from a nigga who was a psychologist. Nigga, you will continue to do that. I can guarantee you and I will bet my life savings that every decision you make for the rest of your life will be something that suits you and the Mm -hmm. people that you love. That is what you will do. And so, yes, if you think that the people who you love are the people who are in your street organization, that's the people you love the most. Yes, you will make those decisions. You will make decisions that benefit the organization that you are a part of because those are the people you consider family. Those are the closest people to you. Those are the people that you love the most. If the people that you love the most are not a part of some street organization, you will t- make decisions that benefit you and the people in your fucking circle. That is what you will do. And if you have a problem with people making decisions that benefit their own fucking circles what the fuck are you
1: talking about? <laughs> like, you personally need to make better decisions. It's like, what have you
2: been talking about? They're doing exactly what you would do in the same situation. Right. Nigga, nobody is... Nobody can say what they would do until they was in the situation. And that's what yep. the nigga in the video said. You can't Absolutely. tell me what you would do in this situation because you wasn't in this fucking situation. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you may even try to draw a false parallel, web 100, and be like, when I was twelve, I didn't tell nigga you wasn't in this situation. Right, you was in right. a different situation. Even if your situation looked exactly the same, you was a different nigga in the same situation. You wasn't mm-hmm. this nigga in that situation. Right. So you Absolutely. don't know what the fuck you would have done.
0: Absolutely, it's uh, it's More wild, quick, man. I did find out about the, about the on a quick Google search. Uh, I did find out about uh. Uh, Miss Perez and what happened uh, 1990s uh, after her 1994 arrest of possession of 35 kilos of cocaine mm. Perez struck a deal with the feds agreeing to wear hidden wires to record her meetings with major cocaine traffic, uh, traffickers her undercover inf- uh, informant work won her courtroom praise from federal prosecutors after she helped them break up major drug Deals in Puerto Rico and Colombia, so she was actually the person that got caught with it, and then, you know, went on to uh, went on to snitch. And, and, and to be honest, in this situation, and Miss Perez isn't the uh, topic of it, but because folks brought it up this situation, <laughs> is worse than this thirteen-year-old kid situation because the thirteen-year-old kid is only telling what he saw yeah we don't you know i we don't know of what they did to whoever to make them do something to their, his best friend, but if if for whatever reason, but you know he's only telling what he saw he wasn't facing from what I understand the you know the kid wasn't facing any jail time for this, she was caught with that, but yet y'all are surrounded by this person. But you want to condemn this one. And, and not to say that anyone on Rock Nation or Meek Mill have said anything about this kid, but the fact that what he brought up was, hey, I'm sure y'all would just like G said, sure, if it benefited you, you would be around her too, or do some business with their company or whatever. So We can clearly see that there is some, uh, you know, inconsistencies within all of this, you know, street code of not snitching and blah, 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 especially in the hip hop world. Um, With that being said, man, Tommy, is this something that is, you know. Is this a part of hip hop that needs to go Uh, the whole non snitching and then you completely Taking someone's career away—is this the part of the yeah. game
1: that needs to go? Yeah, this—that's that's the ugly part of things. I think it's—it's. Um, it's, I think we look at the like the cool factor. I was just looking at some of the tweets that Trouble was was saying, and the one thing that I always stood by was that a man, woman, or man, a human being, has to stand for something, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? A a human being has to say, this is what I I do. They have to stand, like, they have to be real with themselves at some point in time. And I think we get that confused, being real versus snitching, and and I think we get it confused. Like, I think somebody saying, hey, this happened to me, X, Y, Z, or quote unquote snitching, is not being real. And and I think that's fake, you know, to say that's not that's an unfair thing. That's a uh-huh. what's the word? That's not a, 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 a good connection, a good connector. You know, being real is not, you know, you can you can say, hey, this is what happened and still be real. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You don't have to go looking for it. you. Don't have to go be a, an inspector gadget. But if I need something and you got it. I'm going to get it from you the best way I know how. You know what I'm saying? If you did something to me, I want to get you back. That's just me being me, a petty dude. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? But I'm going to get you back in a way that's going to hurt you worse than you hurt me. But I'm still going to make sure my family is taken care of. That's being real. That's being gangsters is, is saying, hey, this is what I got to take care of. I'm going to take care of that. I'm mm-hmm. going to take care of my business. That's being real. You know what I'm saying? This is no snitching yeah. thing. I don't get it. Like I don't like who who are you not snitching to? What are yeah. you not snitching about? Like I ain't like if if I know, I get where Megan the Stallion was was coming from when she was like, I don't want to tell on Tory Lanez. I I get where your heart was coming from, but sweetie, this nigga <laughs> tried to kill you, man. <laughs> <laughs> like even though he shot you in the foot, he shot you. This nigga really, real life shot you. And if he shot you, man, yeah, either you retaliate or you tell. One of the two. Because he had no regard for your life at that moment. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I do think that people like the guys that are saying, Well, you know, blackballing this young man from the uh from the music industry is taking it a, a bit too far. Just because it's like little Uzivert um sitting up here, take my song, take my 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 verse off your song. For what? Bro, you staying to make money with this? Like what what is your problem? Like you literally, I understand some people be like, well, I don't need the money, but there's still a dollar to be made. And at this point, you're taking food out of his mouth. When has there ever been a point? where I wanted or you wanted to take food out of somebody else's mouth. I have never had that that moment in my life that I would rather you not eat than than to help you out. You know what I'm saying? I would rather take something from you to where it will be... Uh, it's non-beneficial for me to do it or not do it, but for it's very beneficial for me to do it for you. I'd never, you know... That's just not me. I don't think that's being real. I don't think that's that's grounded in the not snitching rule because mm-hmm. I feel like being real and not snitching goes hand in hand. If you if you're gonna make that that street um, rule, that's that goes hand in hand together. So, yeah, I think they are overreaching on that one, brother. Yeah, I, I, I think that definitely that's something that. <sighs>
2: I feel like it's an extinction burst. That's a, a word in psychology where it's like something is on its way out. And like before it goes out, it like rears its ugly head yeah. a whole lot real quick. Yeah. And I think yeah. that that's what's going on right now is like <laughs> over the past, you know, 20 years or so, hip hop has become less and less controlled by the streets is more of a uh, an open market. A lot of people can get in. A lot of people can make money. It's not like you have to be vetted or vouched for by certain people before you can make money. Like the shit took off on TikTok before anybody could get their hands on it. The same Mm -hmm. thing we said about uh, Lil Nas X. Like it took off on TikTok before anybody could say anything about who Lil Nas X even was. or, Or figure out if he should be making money or if he had snitched on somebody in the past, or if he was gay, like, you can't figure none of that shit out because the nigga shit's already gone. Like, mm-hmm. it's already out there. It's already generating dollars. You can't do shit about it. This nigga yeah. was probably at home chilling. And he realized, damn, I'm back. <laughs> like, he was just like, damn, I'm here now. What yeah. am I supposed to do? Get a lawyer, you know, negotiate funds and shit. But it's like, it's, it's too late at that point. Everything is retroactive. And I feel like people are just, they're holding on to an ancient way of doing things in Mm -hmm. the music industry where, where people were able to govern a certain way. And now they're losing that. And there's still some people that's left over who fall up under that, but that doesn't mean that those people are street niggas. It's just that, they may be backed by some street niggas, they may know some street niggas, or they may just think it's cool to associate themselves with the idea of being a street nigga. Mm-hmm. And those people are who I think, uh, what's like, Charleston White was talking about, was like, great, you ain't even a part of this though. Like, why are you trying to govern yourself as if you're a part of something that you ain't even a part of? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you trying to govern <laughs> Not only yourself, but other people. you trying to tell other folks what they can do. And you ain't even in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, how you gonna tell me <laughs> you ain't even a part of this? And so, and he was just like, leave the boy home. Like, let them yeah. man do what he's, he let was supposed man. to do and let him prosper or do whatever he's supposed to. Let and the then man try man to guide him is. in the right direction as he continues to fucking mature.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So it's safe to say that the whole crew of the speaker gigas can clearly see that it is something gravely wrong with what they're trying to do to this young man. Yeah. Um. Uh, for me, you know, just. uh, For me, I think it's just time for and I like what G said, where I look like things are changing. Uh, I never heard the word that he that he used, but that is perfect. And uh, I want to know that word so I can use it later because I see that same pattern <laughs> when something is literally out of control and it rears its ugly head for the last time to where people finally pay attention. Uh, kind of like what happened at the Capitol. There you um, go. Yeah. If you want a, a different, uh, suggest you know, different ideal or uh, vision of what that is. Uh, for me, I just think it's time for the real man to stand up in the game. Uh, if we look at the whole. I think that's the route that things may start to go. Uh, You know, we look at examples of the GZ and Gucci situation. Uh People have said so much on the internet about him being in the same room with him and blah, blah, blah. But you you cannot argue that they came in there as grown men and whatever that was. Is done as far as we know. Uh you can also see, you know, saying Jay-Z and how he is with his family and the growth that he's been through. And you can see uh a lot of people as they begin to give us these um kind of show like, you know, the real man values and pretty much tell you that, man. A lot of that stuff that you used to do is played out. Even Big Crick on the interview was talking about that at one point, uh-huh. uh, about some of the stuff. So I hope that's the trend that we're getting to, um, but this was one that was such a ugly situation that I was nah like you're wrong, you're wrong, uh, yeah. and that's just point blank a thirteen year old kid, what was he supposed to do um, so with that being said, man, I don't have no more questions um <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I know we ran for for a good minute here uh Let's get some final thoughts, and for everyone listening, man, please chime in because I want to know if you're someone who stick to it. Explain why. Explain why. I I, I just want to know. I'm very curious of of why. Just e- explain why you're sticking to it. Um, and if you're someone who agrees, cool, agree, and tell us why. But uh, man, that's some final thoughts, man. Let's roll real quick. I've I think I've given mine. So, uh, tell me, G, y'all got some final thoughts on this situation?
1: Right, I'll let you go
2: for her. Oh, no, man. I ain't really got no final thoughts. I think we kind of covered everything. Just the nigga was young. Like, I think, I think an, an ancient way of doing things, well, not ancient, but the old way of doing things is kind of just changing. And people, people are being resistant to that change. But I don't know if there's anything you can do about it. It's kind of the inevitable outcome of what <laughs> the people that you so, admire wanted for their next generations is that they wouldn't have to be street niggas and they mm-hmm. wouldn't have to do the things that they did. And it's like knowing that those people were looking for people to have a better life. Why would you look at somebody who's, who's a possible product of that better life and then try to be like, no, nah, you shouldn't be this way. <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me.
1: Yeah. It's it's for me it's 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 all silly. Like if that's the way for you to get on in the music industry, man, we need to look at the music music industry as a whole Uh and figure out what's going on because that's backwards. That's not what what like that's not how you truly govern. You know, that's that's a that's something from eighteen, seventeen hundreds. Where you wrong somebody, you go outside and you duel. <laughs> that's man win. You know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that, you know, but you know, today it's not we have people in place, and, and that's another issue. Um, that was, you know, a completely different issue. But we have people in place that, you know, shit, they basically work for you. They go out and do your bidding. You you I mean that's a different way to look at it, but hey, somebody wronged you. I'm finna continue to make my money, but we need to catch this dude. You know? Um but uh just to just to kind of sum everything up, man. Like for what's his name? Pop hunter. Hopefully, you know, this doesn't stop him from you know doing music and, and creating more um with his song Corvette, what Cor- uh, is Adderall. Um, mm-hmm. he has a hit with that. Um, I hope it, it grows from there and he gets better and better and we can kind of look back at this and kind of like laugh at it because he's a top notch type artist. And, uh, you know, this is what tried to stop him. So, I mean, keep making music, man. That's all I can say. Close so, <laughs> if y'all are good with that uh, once again I want to I wanna thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Speaker Geekers podcast um, you can follow us and subscribe to the channel um, subscribe to the channel on YouTube at 3Amp Media Studios the page and you'll see Speaker Geekers um, episodes up there um, you'll also see everything else we're doing over at 3Amp Media as well like I said earlier Let's Discuss is coming out this week so check them out as well. Um, that's pretty much the group chat of 3M Media. And <laughs> like we're just discussing whatever we put in there. So uh, yeah, so look forward to that. Um, what else? Oh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers Podcast. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at I am Tommy T Third. You got Steve at the great steve o. steve And you got G at instantly underscore G. Um, all on Instagram, man. So follow us there, comment, like, share. Um, like I said, subscribe, smash that like button, like everybody be saying, man. That's that's too funny to me. But for sure, comment. We want to know what your what your thoughts are on this situation with Pop Hunter, and you know what your thoughts are about snitching. Um, because I think that's the that's the actual root of the issue. We don't have a true definition. Of what's what's inside that snitching um, rule. So, um, with that being said, guys, do you have anything else? Did I miss anything? No, you got it, bud. No, nah, Steve, all... you good?
0: Yeah, oh, I'm. I'm gonna start saying finger that smash button. I'm <laughs> gonna finger that subscribe button. Instead of smash that, smash. <laughs> I mean, okay. Finger. okay, okay.
1: Finger that motherfucker. All right. With that being said, guys, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Peace.